Hey, Leets. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. I'm super excited. You know, I have made a conscious decision that I will not force what God has already placed within me. Uh, I truly believe that that once you accept that, you will be so free. Like you will take yourself off of the world's timeline and you will start to really get more creative you know like every person has the capabilities of being creative but sometimes it's hard to be creative because we have the world telling us it needs to get done now 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 and because of that we end up forcing and pressuring ourselves when we know we can handle whatever comes our way right we um, understand that we have specific strengths and we have things that only we can do a certain way but sometimes we doubt that because we let the world's timeline of when we should do it how we should do it and how big we should do it get in the way all right so with today's podcast episode i just wanted to talk to you about a concept that i truly believe is going to help you break free I truly believe that. I know that we all have conditioning. We all have ideas and beliefs that, you know, we've developed over time. And when you are working to get new beliefs or you're working to rebuild yourself, many times you can find that a lot of things that you put so much hope and and faith into is really not exactly what you thought it was. All right. I grew up, you know, my mom was a single parent and um, she really, you know, she did the best that she could do. Right. But I truly believe that my ambition towards breaking the lack mindset was actually derived from what I saw as a child. As a child, I felt like I was always told no, that I couldn't have something. And the reason that I was told no was because we couldn't afford it. Or, you know, why would you want something of that nature? Or why are you you wanting something that costs so much? And because of that, it led to me having this ambition where as long as I work hard, I can have anything that I want in life. I don't want to shop on the right side of the menu and always looking at the price to determine what I eat or what I give myself. I want to be able to um, reward myself and not feel bad about it. And you may have grown up in a similar situation where your parents would only wait for a birthday or a special holiday to treat themselves to dinner. You know, they wouldn't even think about getting a spa treatment because, you know, it was like, well, that costs a lot of money so let's just not even try to get that and if you were born into a conditioning of that sort you have taken on a level of lack mindset that unfortunately um, you have the responsibility of of getting that together right if you don't take the responsibility that's on you but especially in our industry and we are working in the realm of doing a service that is not necessarily a necessity for most people then you really want to work on battling and and healing that lack mindset because you have to be able to properly articulate and get people to understand why your service is the type of luxury that they should invest in 
I truly believe that, you know, when it comes to uh, my client base is clients of color. And I've noticed that many times we make excuses for things to validate why we can't have them. And for myself, I used to do the same thing. You know, I always had dreams of having a high rise city apartment. And every time I would have people around me that were like, why would you want something that big? Like, that's too much. It costs too much. Why would you want to live in the city? Um, Gas is high. Ubers are high. Like, it was always a reason and excuse for why I shouldn't do it instead of really looking at it like, wow, that's something that she wants. So you should aim for it. And I think that we tend to do that, you know, subconsciously. Um, or, you know, what? even unconsciously, we're doing this where we really want something, but we don't even give ourselves the space and opportunity to try. We just instantly start talking ourselves out of it without looking at what the possibilities could be and Michael Beckwith um, if you're in the blueprint I did share um, one of his videos about the power of manifestation he talks about what world are you living in are you living in a world where you see problems are you living in a world where you see possibilities and I have made a conscious decision that I'm living in a world where I see possibilities nothing is too expensive everything that I desire can come my way if God is giving me this expensive dream then obviously he's aware that one I love to find things of life and two he's showing me that these things are possible all right you may not desire to have uh, luxury items or you may not desire to you know be in environments of luxury all the time and that's that's what you desire and no one can take that away from you but when you immediately talk yourself out of the things that you want simply because today doesn't look where you're trying to go you end up killing a dream before you even allowed it to be given birth and that is a very dangerous way to live very lack-minded and a lot of it stems from the conditioning um, that we are born into Now, I did send an email the other day, and the email was titled, Are You Watering Down Your Luxury? And this email got a lot of responses. I had a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, you know, thank you so much for the email. I never looked at it that way. And the thing is, you know, I hold VIP days twice a year. And with the VIP days, I take you into a world-class spa, and you're able to look and see how they run their operations, um, how they basically provide services. And you're able to just really talk to someone that's in that luxury space. And what I found is that we want to be in the luxury space, but we're not willing to pay what the requirement is to get into that luxury space. It sounds good, but we're not really ready to do the work that's required to get into that space. And it's frustrating because we will mislabel ourselves by putting labels such as, oh, I'm a facialist or, you know, I am a private esthetician or I am a luxury esthetician. 
when really you're not you know really you are watering down your luxury it is okay to say that you are an esthetician that simply provides affordable services for the everyday person but it is also equally okay to say i am the esthetician that provides private services and my services are not cheap because I am a luxury. My clients are coming in to get the full shebang. And because of the conditioning that we have on, you know, just from how many of us grew up, we subconsciously water down our luxury and we say, well, I'm luxury. My services are $70. But the thing with that is that while you're trying to turn on the affordable client, you're turning off the client that would pay you double. And that's a very dangerous place to be in because when you think about a brand strategy, you know, how can you grow? And I really want you to think about that. If your goal is in the next two to three years to have your service costs be increased by, say, 40%, then you need to have a strategy for today that says, these are the things I absolutely cannot do because these things are going to water down my brand and I won't be able to take my pricing up. But what we do is we come in at a low point and then we try to raise our pricing and we're wondering why people don't want to pay that price and it's because you've watered down your brand to the point where now you've educated your client that luxury is affordable now in a common sense luxury is affordable yes luxury is anything that you deem as a luxury right it's very um open to the the eye of the beholder when you look at luxury, you know, for myself, having a hot cup of tea or um, just being able to sit by the fire pit and um, enjoy a glass of champagne, you know, that to me is, um, that to me is definitely a a form of luxury let me just say that that's a form of luxury to me to be able to have um my clothing right i want my clothing to be tailored to me that's a luxury because some people just wear their clothes right off the rack for myself no i want my clothing to be made to me so if that means i need to buy an outfit and I need to have that outfit tailored to fit me, then that's what I do, right? And so for you, I really want you to think about what in your life is a luxury and what are you willing to pay for it? Because when you think about the common sense of luxury, you're really not thinking about the the price of it. You're thinking about the experience. You're thinking about the feeling. You're thinking about so many other factors you're thinking about, wow, this brings me joy. This brings me excitement. However, if you set the price too low, then the barrier to entry is low as well. So you may be booked and busy, right? But you'll be booked and busy. And at the end of the day, the amount of money that you're bringing in is not the amount of money that you could be generating. 
because you've watered down your definition of luxury. And now the clients that come to you, they see luxury as whatever you present it as. This is also why I have a hard time when it comes to having the conversation about uh, vaginas, <laughs> right? Because I truly believe that it's only the estheticians of color that have really taken the vagina thing too far, right? We know subconsciously that it is soft porn. We know subconsciously that, you know, the art of taking clothes off belongs in the strip club or belongs in the bedroom, right? But because we haven't clearly defined what luxury looks like to us, we haven't clearly defined what professionalism looks like to us, we do whatever is trendy and we do whatever we think is going to bring people in, not understanding people don't want to be sold to. They want to relate to. They don't want to be sold to. They don't want you to go through all these lengths to try to shop and awe them. They want someone who can provide an experience, who they can relate to, and who can understand them and understand what luxury means to them. So if you're coming at them from the angle of shock and awe and you are just trying to put up, you know, fuzzy vaginas, you're not getting to that conversation of relation because all they have is shock value. And when you get to the conversation of luxury, you can't really have it because they didn't come to you for the experience. They came to you to get that shock and awe, right? That's how you got their attention. But when you look at the uncommon definition of luxury, you realize that this is why there's so much conversation about the 1%. The 1% is a very small group of individuals within a subset that desire a certain thing. Now, I didn't mention money. I said the 1% is a very small subset within a group right so what does your one percent look like because if your one percent is a a group of professionals that want to receive clean services they want to enjoy a space that has the touch points of aromatherapy they want to go to someone that can educate them and tell them what they need with their skin and they want to be able to also get advanced treatments and feel safe and secure that the person is not going to burn their skin off but when you're focused on the shock and awe and following trends you miss that conversation completely you miss it completely and it's very frustrating right it's frustrating because you really 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 want to connect with the client I get it you really want to connect with the client you really want to get paid in tips you really want to be able to raise your service costs at the beginning of the year and you're afraid to because you're dealing with clients that either don't tip or they come in one time and they don't rebook or you're just not connecting with the clients that you know aligned with you instead you're connecting with clients who are brought in by shock and awe 
And so this is where the conversation gets tricky because the thing is this, most of your educators and most of your um, hosts that are online are going to tell you, do what you need to do to market so that more people can see you. But what I'm going to present to you is that you have to place yourself within the right environment so that you can begin to start doing that type of marketing to gain your client. For example, my client is the client that will not stay at a Motel 8, Motel 6, whatever it's called. My client will not uh, stay at a Quality Inn. My client loves to uh, save up and get a four or five star hotel. My client loves to go on vacation and get the spa treatments but also when they're home, they are committed to their self-care and their spa treatments. They love jazz. They love neo-soul. They love, you know, just a, a soft, sensual vibe. And they love champagne, wine, etc. But here's the thing about that client. That client does not tolerate any form of ratchetness at all or... 90% of the time. I mean, sometimes she want to go get a little bit of 10 piece hot, you know, with some fries, go out to a local juke joint or something like that and enjoy, you know, some, some club time once a year. But see, it's different for her. She's not going to the club every weekend and then saving the spa for one or two times a year. She's going to the spa as many times as she can and if that can be every weekend she's happy and then she's going to the club one or two times a year so this client where can I find her I wouldn't find her in a club and I probably wouldn't find her on Instagram Instagram would probably be her second bet where she wants to just look and learn more about me I'm going to find her at coffee shops I'm going to find her at private members clubs I'm going to find her at chamber of commerce I'm going to find her at you know, uh, five-star hotel bars and uh, restaurants that are at the rooftop. And so when you understand that strategy, you understand that majority of these marketing classes are not teaching you how to sit down and define what you're looking for. Define what luxury means to your target client. This is also why when you understand your definition of luxury, you also understand that you cannot reduce your price to a certain subset because it's going to bring in what you're not looking for. Are you looking for a client that's going to commit to a home care routine or going to commit to at least, you know, three sessions with you to be able to see results? Say that in your consultation. Say that in your marketing. Say that in your meeting. But if you don't, then it makes sense why people don't rebook with you because you did not properly define it. When you get to the point where you say, my brand is not going to water itself down to make luxury more uh, digestible. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, this $5 bar of soap is luxury. It is luxury to a certain client. But when I understand the client that I am speaking to, especially as a master facialist, I understand that there's a huge need of estheticians of color who can serve the elite client. And many times, if you yourself 
have not invested in that type of service for yourself, then it is very hard for you to relate to those clients that are gladly going to pay three, four, five hundred dollars for a service because you yourself would not do so. So in this season, I really want you to commit to understanding who your client is and also understanding where you're trying to go. If you truly desire to get into the luxury space and listen, I define luxury in this, but I want to make sure that I clarify because many times, you know, I'll speak to someone and they go into the lack mindset and they say, well, I can't afford that. Or, you know, I've never gotten a facial. Why would I pay that much for a facial? Then I have to be honest with you and say, then please go charge those cheaper prices. There is a client for you. But when you want to work with clients that may be celebrities or you want to work with clients that, you know, um, are are very private, you know, they they make a lot of money or their family has a lot of money and they really desire that confidentiality. You got to show up different. And the way you show up on social media is less about the trends and it's more about what benefits you provide. This is what I've been telling you for the past few years of the Academy. And I know some of you may be new and just now learning about Elite Estheticians Academy, but we're different. There's there's thousands and thousands of bags. But there's only one Chanel. There's only one Gucci. And those brands are not going to water themselves down so that little old whoever can get a piece of them. Right. So just take a look, figure out, are you watering down your luxury? And when it comes to the VIP days, now I am extremely, extremely um, paying attention to who comes to VIP day. If you're a person that is just at a point where you're not secure and you refuse to raise your pricing up, unfortunately, the VIP day will will give you an idea of what things you can do. Um, But I want you to make a decision that you're going to commit to treating yourself to at least one high-end service before January 1st hits. I want you to commit to that. Because when you experience the level of service and care that comes with a high-end service, it will completely change your ideal uh, beliefs about the spa industry. Okay, you can't depend on school because school is is, is really just an, a um, generalized idea to show you how to do the facial. But I want you to see the environment. I want you to put yourself in the environment, the five-star environment, where you're weighted on hand and foot. And you're able to see what a three, four, five hundred dollars service really entails. All right. So I hope this message really helped you today. You know, we have to make a decision to um, be firm with where we are and understanding who we serve. I understand that I serve the private esthetician, the true private esthetician um, that is going towards working with elite clientele. And so for you, you got to really define who you serve so that you can begin to put yourself in those environments and you can attract them everywhere you go. All right. Have a good day.